We have New York uh, 22nd uh, Assembly District candidate Cara Castanova on, and we're talking to her directly live here. Um, can you uh, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself? We read the Wikipedia uh, stuff. Usually that stuff isn't that accurate. Uh, sometimes it can be changed by people. Yeah, it's not, it's, not full, it's not fully updated. I, I think since I became a conservative and started working in conservative news media, they don't update it with that stuff. So I work for Newsmax now and uh, right for the Gateway Pundit, and that it hasn't been updated. But when I was doing stuff on, you know, in Hollywood and liberal stuff, it was it was always updated, which I think is interesting. Uh, yeah, I want to tell you something. Uh, so when I did something on my Facebook page and said that, hey, I'm going to be interviewing Cara Castronova, all of a sudden, and this is going out in my podcast because I want people to hear about it, all of a sudden some of the TV stations I used to work for, some of the TV networks in the Philippines and other places, picked up on it. They did, like, little stories about, you know, this woman whose mother was from the Philippines, uh, you know, is, is uh, a very, you know, uh, strong contender, uh, for, uh, you know, um, uh, a, a assembly seat in New York, in New York state. Uh, within a day of that coming out, they suddenly were getting calls from people saying that, oh, you know, she's not really from that part of the world. Uh, you know, she's, uh, uh, you know, there were very negative things that they were saying about you. And, and it, it just seems so strange that even out in the Philippines, if somebody talks about Cara Castronova and talks about it in a positive light because, you know, the province your mother uh, lived in or came from in the Philippines is the same province Manny Pacquiao comes, comes from. Uh, right. And, and uh, you know, do you find that strange? Do people go after you just because of your views as a conservative? A hundred percent. No doubt about it. I've been, you know, my, my original Facebook was taken down because of my views as a conservative. And it's really frustrating because, uh, you know, I worked in, in Hollywood before and in the boxing industry where I was pretty much embraced. So then just because my political views have changed to see certain doors sort of closed has been very frustrating for sure. Like there are certain jobs I won't even bother going for because I know there's no chance, like no chance I'm going to get them. Um, so that, you know, now I'm running for office as, as a Republican and, um, you know, obviously I'm embraced by the Republican Party, who they say, is, you know, doesn't include minorities, but that's absolutely not true. And I was talking to many people about this today in the Asian community. The Republican Party really wants to embrace the Asian community, but we've gotten such a bad rap because of the fake news um, that, you know, people think that we're some sort of party that doesn't want to include minorities, which is the absolute opposite of the truth. So it's very frustrating. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of criticism, you know, that I'm anti-Semitic and my last name is Cohen, so that's, you know, very, very strange for it's me. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane how they could call somebody like me, oh, you know, she's an extremist or a white supremacist. I'm like, um, yes, I am Asian. Yes, I am Filipino. You know, um, I'm a female. Like, I, I, I care about women. I care about minorities. That's actually a top priority for me. But, um... They, they just paint this picture in the media that, you know, people, all they care about is their cell phones, their Facebook, their Twitter, their, their news programs that they watch that are very liberal, and they're literally brainwashed. And it's, it's sad when your own family members and friends have a certain viewpoint of you just because of what they see on TV, and they know you as a human being that has Christmas dinner with them, you know, and that's, that lives in the same household. But that still won't change their viewpoint 
because they're so brainwashed because they're watching the view all day long, you know, sitting at home watching the view. Well, the other day I was I was at Elmhurst Hospital where where uh, I you know take a regular blood test because they check on my eyes and do things for that and 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 it's a it's a very you know it's a government run hospital it's owned by the city of New York and suddenly they they put on a TV show and 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 uh, you know it, they they just had the TV running they didn't really put it on and they were talking about gender equality and how you know parents uh, shouldn't interfere in gender issues for you know third graders and kindergarten. And one of the nurses got up, went over to the TV, and turned it off. And everybody in the blood lab applauded. And I was so surprised. I was like, I thought, you know, people would get mad. And then she just said, that's BS, you know, and just walked away. You know, she she, she sat down back at her desk and, and went back to work. And well, nobody, I, agrees, nobody agrees with that stuff. Yeah, I don't and, think and I mean, that, that's it. It's just, as you said, force-fed. Can you give people who aren't from here in New York, how extensive is this force-feeding, is this brainwashing that, that goes on? Yeah. It's terrible here in New York, and that's why I'm running for assembly because there are. This is that's where the bills get passed, and nobody's paying attention to the bills getting passed in their state. People are too like wound up, you know, going to their jobs every day or you know sitting watching TV. So nobody's actually paying attention to the bills that get passed until they're already passed. And there's currently two bills in the assembly right now that are terrifying. One of them is um, to provide more funding for uh, kindergarten sex, sex education state state-funded kindergarten sex education and to really push that transgender agenda. Democrats are trying to get that through in, in, in New York State right now. Parents are up in arms. I'm, I've been educating the Muslim community, the, you know, the, the Orthodox Jewish community, um, the, the, the Christian community, who are very religious and who don't think that, that uh, the schools should be interfering when it comes to kids, uh, teaching kids about sex. That should be up to the parents not the schools. The schools should be teaching math. They should be teaching science. They should not be teaching kids about sex changes when they're in kindergarten. And that's the real bill that's literally being, uh, that, that's literally in the docket to be passed after the election. They're waiting until after the election. There's another bill that's I find to be very terrifying as well, where kids could consent to medical procedures without their parents' uh, signature. So kids could be uh, vaccinated, they could be given gender hormone therapies, um, any type of any type of surgeries without parental consent. So this is another bill that is in the health committee right now. They're actively trying to get this bill passed. Um, my opponent is on the health committee, and she will vote yes for this bill because she's voted yes for similar things in the past. So you know they're passing legislation to back up their agenda as we speak. And nobody's paying attention, so I'm just trying to help wake people up to the fact that you need to start paying attention more to your local government because, you know, I think when it's a threat to people's kids, that's when they finally start paying attention. And I think right now that's why we're at such a uh, place in New York right now where people that never considered voting Republican before are finally saying, you know what, I'm going to vote Republican, I'm going to bite the bullet um, against, like, everything the media has been telling me because they realize that the Republican Party is the party that's against, you know, uh, parents losing the control of what their kids are taught in school when it comes to uh, sex education and a lot of the other stuff like critical race theory that a lot of people don't agree with. And if they, if they feel there's no place for it in public school. When, when we talk about these things, you know, these are all issues that the Democrats are, are pushing along with abortion and other things. But the number one issue, I live in an area of, of Queens called Corona, where, you know, you don't want to walk too much at night beyond a certain area or beyond a certain point. I mean, like I, I mentioned to you, I'm, I'm legally blind, so, you know, it's, it's difficult for me to walk around, and the crime is so bad that literally, uh, you know, uh, if, if 
you were to uh, call the police department, you'd have to take a number just to be able to get a, you know, the, the call answered. And the police don't always come when they're called because there's just so many cases of, uh, of problems around now. How strong is that a problem in District 22? Uh, of course, your area, where you, you specifically are, are living in. How bad is the crime situation and how much of an issue is it for your constituents? It's a huge issue, and it's one that's really been driving voters as well because uh, Democrat policies have made the state very unsafe with, with the cashless bail, with not giving judges discretion, with uh, multiple other uh, criminal justice reforms that were passed. I believe in criminal justice reform, but not the kinds that were passed because obviously they don't work, and um, the, the area has become more dangerous. New York State has become more dangerous. My area is the gateway from the city. It's Long Island. I live on the borderline of Queens, so my district is right across the border from Queens. So uh, we get affected by a lot of the, the crime that comes in from the city, and um, people are, like I said, people are afraid. So I think that's one of the main things that, that you know, people are self-preserving in the end, and when they see that fact that, that maybe their family might be at risk, there's, there's an uptick in burglaries, there's an uptick in violent crime, people are starting to realize that, yeah, we need more cops, we need to focus on community safety, we need to rethink the way that we uh, reformed criminal justice and um, maybe repeal some of those bills and replace them with something better that's fair to criminal, not fair to, I'm sorry, fair to people that are being charged with crimes, but at the same time, not a detriment to community safety. So there has to be a balance. So that's uh, a really big issue that we're talking about right here in Nassau County, where there's a C CVS has a policy out here in Nassau County where um, you could literally walk in and, and take a bunch of stuff, put it in a, a shopping basket and walk right out the door. And they're told not the employees at the store are told not to call the police because they don't want bad publicity. Like that's where we, we've gotten to that point in Nassau County where um, businesses don't even want to call the police because it looks bad. It looks like bad publicity. Um, and people are not feeling good about that because that's, that affects all of us, you know, the pricing in the stores and, um, and just uh, and people aren't happy and people are waking up. And I think it's really going to show on November 8th when we get the results of the election. I'm going to ask you very quickly, uh, you know, a lot of Filipino Americans live in your district. Uh, a lot of nurses, a lot of uh, first responders, uh, you know, who, who work in the hospitals all throughout, take care of New Yorkers uh, and their health care. And uh, a lot of these people, you know, uh, earn a lot of money, but they also work second, third jobs even. They're paying incredible amounts of taxes. But they're among the number one victims of violence, uh, both in the job, you know, on the job while they're working in hospitals. They, they, they get assaulted, they get abused on their way home and on their way to work. Uh, what do you have to say for them? What would a uh, CARA in the state assembly mean for Asian Americans, for Filipino Americans specifically? Um, well you know, as you know, my family's from the, well, I have a special place in my heart for Filipino people because my mom, you know, she Chinese, was Chinese, uh, part Filipino, but her, she was raised in the Philippines, born in the Philippines, her culturally Filipino, you know, it's very different. And they happen to be the most warm, loving people I've ever met or come into contact with in my entire life. They would literally give you the shirt off their back. And they, you know, I love the Filipino accent so much because um, it just reminds me, it's like music to my ears. I think of my childhood and my mother who passed away uh, many years ago. So I just love to hear the Filipino accent. But for me, um, Asian, Asian hate crime is a thing. It's a real thing. And um, the Democrats tried to latch on to it and say, you know, they did their whole Stop Asian Hate campaign. But how could you stop Asian, um, Asian hate and violence against Asian people when you want to release criminals back onto the street that are violent, when you don't want to give judges discretion, when you are on the side of the criminals that are attacking these Asian people? 
Yeah, how, how, it, it was such a mixed messaging thing that I just was so confused at how Democrats could say they want to stop Asian hate, but they don't want to put the people in jail that are attacking Asian people. And they don't want to put more cops on the street that could protect Asian people. So I would definitely want to vote for some more uh, bills and try to, again, work with them, work with Democrats on something fair that could protect Asian people and all people from, from crimes, from violent crimes in the city. We've all seen the videos of Asian people, literally. The woman, she has the same uh, surname as my family, which is Go, G-O. Um, her, her last name is Go, the woman that was pushed in front of the train in, in Manhattan and, and died, um, Michelle Go. She, um, it, it's terrible what happened to her. I see videos of women uh, getting punched in the face, hit from behind by these big men, and it's just very scary times when they, you know, these, these people are getting away with it, they take them into jail, they let them out the next day, and they're back on the street attacking more people. So um, I think that anybody that is, uh, you know, Filipino or Asian or anybody for that matter would, would have to be crazy this, this, this year not to vote Republican if they, care about, uh, if they care about their safety, their family safety, their fellow Americans' safety, because, um, you know, the Republican Party right now is the party of common sense and, and, and you know, and, and community safety. So oh. anybody that would vote for us would be out of their minds, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm going to give you, a, like, a minute to wrap up or, you know, say anything. Would you like to – I know you're, you're campaigning also for Lee Zeldin, for other people, uh, you know, on the party, sure. on the ticket. So uh, the yeah, floor is yours. Go ahead. So um, if anybody wants to check, first of all, if you, you want to come uh, check me out, go to my website, which is cara4assembly.com, C-A-R-A, the number four, and assembly.com. And please contribute because this is a campaign that we're running from the ground up. And, uh, you know, we've we got to get our, our names out there. We're running against the Democrat machine, so every single dollar contributed goes to advertising and getting uh, our message out there. So please uh, volunteer or contact me directly on my website. Um, and follow me on social media at Cara for Assembly or Cara Castronova. Also, um, you know, don't be afraid to go out there and talk to your family members, talk to your friends. Every vote counts this year. It is going to be such a tight election, so your vote counts. It's not like a presidential year where we know New York State is always going to be a Democratic state, so a lot of people feel like their vote doesn't count. This year, your vote counts. It's going to be so close when it comes to all these Senate races, these these uh, assembly races, the governor race, the governorship, the, the congressional seats for the assembly of the, of the United States. We're running neck and neck. So your vote counts and you talking to your family members, your church groups, people that are um, that you go to the gym with and reminding them to go vote on Election Day, November 8th, and take advantage of early voting the week before Election Day. Go, uh, find out where you could go vote early if you don't have off on November 8th and make your voice be heard. Um, it's for, literally we're at a crossroads here in New York. We're at a, we're at a crossroads here in, in the United States. And if something doesn't change this, uh, this election, I mean, a lot of people are saying they're going to either move out of New York or move out of the United States. They have gotten that bad. So if there's ever a year to vote and to get your friends and family out to vote, it's this year, and your voice counts, and, you know, you have more people, anyone listening, you have more power than you realize when it comes to um, to the election, uh, especially locally here in New York. That was Cara Castanola talking to us earlier uh, in an interview that we had with her live and direct, well, sort of, sort of recorded live and direct rather <laughs> I'm Mike of New York and we're going to come up with more of you today from her that was uh, part of an interview she had with uh, a guy by the name of Steve Bannon and uh, here's some of what she had to say on political topics 
uh, you know, our, our conversation more about her background, about the things she's doing, and her uh, hopes and aspirations for her district, you know, which is just after the boundary with Queens County uh, as you get over to Nassau County and uh, Long Island. of the progressive Democrats that are running New York State and running it into the ground. Lee Zeldin is a very popular candidate, and I think that he's going to pull it off. Um, I think Letitia James is very unpopular, and she's definitely got to go, and a lot of people are on the same page with that. Um, so I, I do think that we're, we have a really good chance. We're neck and neck, and I think that it's more, you know, we make sure that everybody comes out to vote, and we always say bring 10 people out to vote. New York is going to have a big red wave this year. Kara, you know, today in the capital markets, we're on Philip Patrick from Birch Gold on here to, uh, in a few minutes. We spent almost an hour of the morning show just going through the economy, capital markets, how bad it is. But I got to tell you, I gave a speech in New York last week. And when I talked to New Yorkers, what stuns me is as bad as the economy is and as bad as it's going to get, all they want to talk about is crime. I mean, crime right. is an obsession now with New Yorkers. What, what has happened in, in, a, in a city that's the greatest city in the world, in an area of the country, that's one of the most important parts of the United States. How, how did this happen? I it's the uh, it's the criminal justice reform and the cashless bail and taking discretion away from judges that has put dangerous criminals on the street. Democrats uh, feel it, Republicans feel it, independents feel it. There's a crime wave in New York. People don't feel safe going out at night. They don't feel safe going on, taking the train, taking the subway, driving into the city, even being in the suburbs. So that is the number one issue that voters are concerned with in New York. Besides uh, the cost of living and inflation, the biggest thing that's driving voters, I think, this year is crime. And a lot of people were saying it was going to be abortion, but I don't even think that that's even on people's radar like the Democrats thought it would be. It's just crime, 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 community safety, uh, refunding the police, taking care of police officers, and everything that uh, will keep New York safe. That's why I think this year there's going to be a big red Kara, I get this every time you're on and when, they, when you've got uh, your video and other things over at Gateway Pundit. You're a Golden Gloves boxer. Tell people, you look like a movie star or a TV, a, a primetime TV host. How do you do that and be a Golden Gloves boxer? Have you never taken a shot upside the head? It's pretty amazing. I have taken many shots upside the head, but, uh, you know, I, I did have real, at the beginning, that I really learned how to work on defense and be a counterpuncher, which I think is really valuable in boxing and in life. But, yes, um, I did take a lot of shots to the head, but uh, thank God it didn't affect my face. And I don't think it affected my brains either, Steve, but thank you for saying that. By the way, I will tell you, the best counterpuncher I ever met was Donald Trump in, in situations like yours, and you are a great counterpuncher. One more time, you're running for the state assembly in 22. Just give our audience, before we get your social media and, uh, and your website, tell us about the race. How tough is it? What's your opponent like? It's a tough race. My opponent is an incumbent Democrat, but it's not that tough this year. Everybody thinks it's going to flip this year. It's very close. My district is very close right now. Nobody likes her. She's a five-term uh, incumbent. She has voted for cashless bail. She has a bill in the health committee she's trying to pass right now where kids will actually be able to um, get medical procedures like vaccinations and hormone therapy without their parental consent. So this is something they're trying to pass after November, something that everybody should be aware of, trying to pass legislation that will uh, push for sexual education in kindergarten. Parents are infuriated, and we've been educating people that this is a Democrat ag agenda. So this is the type of person I'm running against, and I think people are finally waking up and, uh, and seeing what's going on and seeing that it's the Democrats that are pushing all of these liberal policies in New York that absolutely nobody agrees about. 
agrees with, and that includes moderate Democrats. So we're polling really well in the area. Um, just need the public support and, and help and contributions to my campaign. Um, people could find me on Tara, A-R-A for Assembly, and uh, donate on WinRed so we could get out some last-minute social media ads, push my video, um, push my social media. Please donate because every contribution counts to getting these progressive Democrats out of office here in New York and around the country. There's one-party rule, and we have to get rid of it. So, um, like, I've raised money before for everybody that I could think of, including helping Jim Hawk from the Gateway Pundit raise over $2 million for January 6th uh, patriots that are in, in prison, in solitary confinement. So I'm just asking the audience to uh, help me get elected so that I can help fight for your freedom and call, um, call out all these Democrats, these crazy bills that they're trying to get passed here in New York that are anti-freedom, that are tyrannical, and that are jeopardizing community safety. That's uh, Karen Casanova talking about uh, her fight for others and everyone that she can help by taking up the cause of freedom. I'm Mike of York. That's the latest from the greatest. No, I'm not the greatest. That's the Lord above. God bless you. God bless these United States of America. God bless us all, each and every one. Remember, there's a lot of important things coming up. Do your part on November 8th. Oh. I'm Tara Castanova, and as a Gold Wars champion fighting out Belmont, I've spent my life running these streets. Now with the rise in violent crime, I don't feel so safe anymore, and I find myself looking over my shoulder. I don't want to run away to Florida. I want to stay here in New York to fight for me, my family, my friends, the people I care about, for my district and community, and for you. When I go to the assembly, I'm going to fight the power of safety. When I go to the assembly, I'll fight to get rid of dangerous cashless staff, better equipped emergency services, and fight for community programs that will empower at-risk youth and women to fend for themselves. Vote for me, Cara Castanova, to represent you and all because there's nobody better to fight for this community. Vote for me on November 8th, because with me in our corner, we can't move.